Welcome back to In Reality. I am Omar Torres. I'm Don Maldonado. Oh, I like that. That little swing. That's good. Omar Torres. Don Maldonado. Ooh, killed it. Killed it again. Should we, that's what we should do for the whole podcast. You know what I'm saying? We should just introduce ourselves. I'm Omar Torres with Dom. the film Omar <laughs> Torres, and this is... It's Don Motherfucking Maldonado. Oh, with yours truly. Tell him, Dom. Yeah, this is Dom Maldonado. Ooh. Ooh, pass it Ooh. to yourself. And then oh. J.K. Simmons comes in and slaps the shit out of both of us. And then you, you're dragging. You're dragging fucking the podcast. Dragging. You're rushing and you're dragging the fucking podcast. <laughs> you're dragging the podcast down with you. I'm not going to take it. I feel like if he was our manager, we'd have easily a thousand fucking episodes already. <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be way more productive. Way more productive. Each one of them precisely on beat, on count. Yeah. Full soundtrack and band. And we have pictures to match. We have pictures of ourselves with Spider-Man in the background. We have a full fucking video, man. My God. Yo, so, I don't know. I feel like I need a guy like J.K. Simmons' character from Whiplash in my life. Like He needs to be my fucking life coach. Your life? Are you sure about that? Fuck it, man. The way he could... Me can't motherfucker will turn shit into diamonds. Diamonds. <laughs> That may, yeah, it's pressure, but it's it's a long process to do that. I've been there. <laughs> I'm try I've tried. That. I have shit diamonds. <laughs> it's just it's just really bad constipation. It's, it's never come out like diamonds, but you know you 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 go through the fermentation process. Diamond it's, in the rough. It's all science. I won't get too won't get too into it with you. You guys wouldn't understand. They can yeah, they can get to that. That's the extended play podcast. That'll be online. Yeah, that'll be in the special features. You guys can read the how to guide. <laughs> it it's a DIY setup and you know, that's a uh, podcast number two. You guys can subscribe. It's number paid two. subscription. So uh <laughs> with that said, today's film is Whiplash, twenty fourteen. Um directed by Damien Chazelle and uh, starring Miles Teller. Yeah. And yeah. I believe he's a first-time director. Um, Whiplash was originally a short film that he did, uh, also starring J.K. Simmons, actually. But um, but it had a different uh, actor. It was not Miles Teller. I'm not sure what happened to the original guy. Let's hope... Um, let's hope it wasn't because he was garbage. <laughs> so, fun fun fact... Uh, speaking of garbage, no, just kidding. Um, this guy, Damien, according to Letterboxd, shout out Letterboxd, hey. was also a writer for 10 Cloverfield Lane. Maybe you know that one. Yeah, that was... Yeah, sure. fucking Grand Piano, The Last Exorcism, Part 2. How can it be the last one if it's Part 2? Um, because... La La Land. <laughs> Science. <laughs> And Guy and Madeline on a park bench. So he's got some. He got some. So he's got some, some writing he got some credits. credits. He's, he but got, he's the, SAG after. He's union. <laughs> he's union. And here's the crazy he's shit. WGA. He's like our. He's our age, dude. No, he's, he's, he's an '80s baby. Yeah. Oh, that's not my age. <laughs> now you're showing your age. SpongeBob watching, Gogurt eating motherfucker. I never liked SpongeBob. I'm sorry for the SpongeBob fans out there. But... Fucking everybody. Oh, this is like the time me. you pissed off everybody for saying you're not a Leo fan. God uh, damn. And he. Just... Sorry. Quick tangent. Quick tangent. Leo won the Oscar for The Revenant, 
and I believe The Revenant was a good movie. I do like the movie. Lagged a little. Lagged just a little. Was but, it rushing or was it dragging? <laughs> it was drag. Then it would have got slapped in the fucking face by J.K. Simmons. <laughs> no, it was drag. But my thing is that like the whole crew was out there in that weather. You know, maybe they weren't in whatever naked like he was but i mean everybody braved the weather it's not like he was really acting he was just being cold you know all the time like of course you're gonna be cold it's cold so what no okay now get naked and be cold you're not acting really but anyway i digress so in any case back to this great great film that is whiplash uh Begins with a character played by Teller, uh, who's starting at this uh, conservatory, and uh, it's called the Shaver School, and they specialize in a uh, you know jazz, full band and orchestra, and uh, I don't know if it's orchestra. I don't know all the band words. So. <laughs> yeah, I listen to a lot of uh, KUSC classical music and uh, Sirius XM classical music, and I like to think that makes me an eloquent gentleman. But uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Shout out podcast people! Word. Shout- <laughs> that is. We're true. doing the shout outs again, by yeah. the way. If in case you didn't get it, shout out to you for not getting it. But <laughs> shout out to us for acknowledging you as a listener. You're the realest dog. <laughs> Um, so some of the shit that uh, J.K. Simmons' character does is, uh, first off, he only wears all black. Let you know he's <laughs> not up to anything good. Because good guys don't wear that much fucking black all the time. Except for the Dark Knight. Yeah, and he's an antihero. So, I guess, it, what would you call J.K. Simmons' character an antihero? Oh, I was going to say, I don't believe Batman's an antihero. All right, you shut your dirty mouth, and we'll come back to that in another cast. But I, would, for now, I wouldn't call J.K. Simmons a hero at all. He's not a hero, anti, or regular. Is he the villain of this story? He's not a villain, either. He's just... He's just an I, asshole? I, in this, this film, they make a clear point of no black or white. It's very gray. And even when we think fuck that guy he's totally slapping this kid around and throwing chairs like a mean little baby um he has like this sense of i'm getting the world to understand that people can be better than what they are people can achieve greatness if they truly want to and you respect that especially like at not to play gender roles or anything like that but especially as a man for me, like, you want somebody who's strong-willed, strong-minded, and somebody who's going to kick you in the pants when you... Yeah, when I you mean... Up there. Yeah, be, I mean, it's basically like the chasing alpha. Like, it is pure hyper-masculinity that J.K. Simmons is kind of exudes here, and it is fucking brilliant, you know? And sometimes he's so calm and tempered, right? And just all of a sudden, with no good, no fucking good behavior... No good tapering. He just gets straight to 100. And he just fucking unleashes. And he just gets lit on your ass. And it's like, whoa, that must be what it's like to fucking play for Nick Saban. You know? God damn. <laughs> like, this guy is no fucking joke. Speaking and, of Nick Saban, man. Oh, no. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> he will get his own. It's not even. No. <laughs> Sab- Saban. We will come back to Saban. No. Hey, Fisher all the way. 
And I'm talking Shout about- out Jimbo Fisher, Florida State, baby. Hey. Um, but um, now nah, I forgot already what I was going to But no, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of, in a way, even in the film, he's kind of an actor. Because what he's doing is he's kind of portraying somebody who is so high and mighty and above everybody else that he has the ability to stop on a dime and completely change his character and show you that he is in control. And that's his thing as a conductor for this band, for this group. He is a person who's going to stop when he wants to stop and go when he wants to go. And you're going to go at his tempo and you're going to go when he is the he's the director he is the the um, fucking director dictator. producer writer dictator <laughs> actor he, he is eddie murphy collecting all these motherfucking checks man right and yeah but you're right that's a good point that he is kind of a an actor himself playing another actor not in a tropic thunder robert downey jr sort of way but in the fact that when he does turn up the way he can just catch himself you know that abrupt pause that he can give lets you know that no he is in control of all of his emotions yeah and what he loves most it seems is controlling the band mm-hmm. and spoiler alert at the end when that's taken from him that is when we see the true succession of power and you know the true uh harmony yeah. that can begin and that is like the whiplash finale and it's like whoa fuck but yeah. all the way up until that point he just like is in control of everything and it's beautiful yeah i want to actually like i want to make a connection here because we were talking about fox catcher and in fox catcher you see this guy who's kind of like a maniac and you know he's a maniac you see he's a maniac he does all these maniac things and he can't really control his tendencies but you see in whiplash a guy who can be perceived as a as a crazy just lunatic person but he's able to really control himself and at the end like Don was saying you see this change in him that is like like he sees what he's been working towards he sees the creation of some success and somebody that he believed that could go very far but then he was trying to screw him but now he sees him progressing to another level that he always knew he could get to and all of a sudden his tone changes and he becomes not the guy who's trying to get back but the guy who's in involved in this piece yeah. he respects him yeah. he is fine they have now finally earned each other's respect yeah so they and can be on a on, on a similar this, level yeah, on this high plane together you know don't compete with your niggas eat with your niggas feel me yeah i saw that like on an instagram post so please don't be like yo dom fucking good good freestyle now i i read that but uh I wasn't that good of a freestyle but that, well, I did, like i said i didn't write it <laughs> but um yeah and um uh it's a quick throwback to fox catcher that guy is fucking crazy remember he went to jail uh, he yeah he killed people of yeah course. yeah so there were some real repercussions there yeah uh, in death that was a non-fiction piece yeah. yeah um but this one you know very well done and i liked how you know and the thing is we only see one 
there's only one person coming in. There's a new drummer. Was well, actually technically two new drummers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But that there's like there's not like a new trumpet, right? There's not like a new brass, a new string, a new wind. There's nothing. It's just because uh, well, I think there would have been too many moving parts. Yeah. So we only we're focused on one person, which is the drummer, and. Uh, in one scene, he does get one of the wind instruments the fuck out of there. He's like, somebody's out of tune. Yeah. And he actually kicks out the wrong person because he says, if you don't know you're out of tune, that's even worse. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but the thing is, he was in tune. And he says, <laughs> he says, the thing he says to the band, he actually was playing it correctly. But the fact is, he didn't know whether he was or wasn't. So he had to go. The guy who actually played it wrong is still sitting right there in second chair or wherever. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucked, man. But it's like, if you're not confident and respect yourself enough to stand up to him and know your shit, then why should he respect you? And again, that's him showing his dominance, his yeah. his um, complete control of of what he can control, his band, you know? And that is everything, because it's like a very prestigious conservatory. So, at his level, you can make and break people's careers, and apparently their spirits and minds and hearts. He has they asses practicing when he's rotating drummers, like what till two or three in the morning, just to get the right drummer so he can start rehearsal. Yeah. And then finally he goes and he's like, he tells everybody, "All right, you can come back in now." So casually, he's like cool with everybody, right? I would love to see like a meta prequel of this shit. Where you just fucking roast everybody, like all 20, 30 band members. Like, I could watch that making yeah. of a murder or shine of shit. That would be that would be a long sequence. That would be a a, a full like VH1 documentary on the music type thing. <laughs> that would be dope as fuck. <laughs>